0: Hi and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is
1: episode 219. I'm Chuck. And I'm Todd. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. And you know something, Chuck? Yes. Since we're talking about motorcycles, did you know that it's not too far in the future that in cities it's probably going to be illegal to have an internal combustion engine? This sounds awfully familiar. It does. It does. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's one of those things that's been really weighing on me recently. Really? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Like, how? Like, well, you've taken action on it, I'm assuming. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, I have. What well, have you done? I may have ordered a thing. Pants? Uh, good guess, but no, I don't really have much use for those. Damn it. Uh, just somebody, somebody my suffering. Somebody just make it happen. Just somebody it. posted up on our website, like, fuel's taking pre-orders. I'm like, oh, and I went and I looked and I was like, oh, oh this is really cool. This looks really click. Oh, oh,
0: Yeah. Uh, somebody was me
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i uh i I ordered a fuel flow
0: you or you put a did a pre-order on a fuel flow
1: i did indeed yes
0: you did it while i was thinking about it yeah i was look i was on the page Mm -hmm. and i'm talking to my wife about it and then you like messaged me like this is what
1: i just did you can do it too i'm sure they'll take your money too yeah but i'm afraid to (laughs) <laughs> in case you chuck it out of existence yeah I need you I need you to wait until they've made 15 of them okay at that point chuck yourself silly
0: you get you get number 15
1: I'm number 15 yes I was I was conversing. I was reading on Facebook about number 12 today um, <laughs> yep I uh, I looked at many colors and I considered it blue but they have this sort of like weird like gold bronzy color that just looks fucking hot okay. so I, I, I like the blue with that. one I the was, blue one looks pretty tight, too. I was, I, was, I was cool with the blue. There was a battle. I was back and forth between the blue and the bronze. I ended up going with the bronze. And I've considered since then calling me be like,
2: can I have the blue instead? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Eric's like, I'm literally painting it right now. I call like every week. I'm like, I need to change the color again. <laughs> <laughs> can I have it red? <laughs> you said the parts were modular. <laughs> how, how modular did you be? Can I just have the, the Caligan blue and one in... Hey, thank
0: you. Hey, why is my phone number blocked? <laughs> Guys. Hey,
1: my my emails bouncing. Hello. Hey. But yeah,
0: uh, I uh hate you so
1: much. I I well I, the funny thing about it is I'm, I I called my wife up afterwards. I'm like so I uh, I just I just you know how I was saying I was thinking about buying a bike. She's like, yeah, and I was like, well, and I looked at all the touring bikes and I even, I, that day, that morning, I saw somebody on a new Strom go by, My like, God, so yeah, fucking nice. You were so passionate it about it. It be so fucking nice to be on a new Strom. And I got thinking about it. Cause you know, I'd ridden the touring bike. I'm just like, when exactly the fuck am I going to use a touring bike right now? Yeah. I just, I just, I am just, it's, it's a wildly, it doesn't make any sense. Like on the other hand, something I can rip around the city and go for like short rides up in the canyons and stuff nearby. Okay. But I'm just not gonna go on tours right now. If I have days off, I'm going camping with my kids. Sure. So the fuck do I need a touring bike for? Um so you know, as much as I'd love to get a strom, I don't really want to pay for one and I just I'm I don't know, I'm kinda not super excited. Wait, wait, let me let me say that back to you. You don't want to pay for a new strom. Yes. But well but but fuel <laughs> well and I, I i like the electric which is more expensive than a new strom isn't it uh, it's a, it's in the same batting area yeah okay. it's, about, it's pretty pretty close uh-huh depending on how the strom is appointed um but yeah i just i, I kept looking at it i'm like this just like freaking works i mean keep in mind my daily whip is a 200 cc scooter right you know, and which I love because I don't need all the power in the city. It's easy and it can store all my shit in it without me having to pile extra luggage on it or strap a lot on. Okay. Since
0: you bring it up, mm-hmm. you already have that bike. Yep. So
1: why the fuel? Because it's cooler <laughs> and it's electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Yeah. It but- is, by the way, impossible to say that phrase without immediately following up with that. Even if you don't say it out loud, you're thinking it. it's electric boogie woogie woogie yeah now when electric vehicles have turned up in the past
0: mm-hmm. you've always been you have always been the first person in the room to
1: pop up and be like you know where electricity comes from right a lot of coal yeah although we're starting to turn the corner even utah is like under 80 percent now yeah which is pretty fucking cool and the trend is firmly in the other direction yeah um i've got solar in my house mm-hmm. yeah well and i'm like i'm suddenly like now I really my roof's got maybe a year left in it, and I'm like, solar panels. Yeah, I can chuck, I can have a Buell powered by the sun. Yeah, how fucking cool is that? Then you'll be like Hawkman in sun bronze. <sighs> yeah, this sounds cool, but honestly, it's like a it's like a cooler response to the thing I have a need for that I have. A scooter for now and my wife's like well but this will replace the scooter right i'm like yeah and there's this pause and she's kind of giving me this funny look and i'm like here fuck, it comes yeah. she's like unless you know i'm riding the scooter uh-huh, uh-huh i'm like okay that's fine and if i'm gonna have a third bike the vespa is the one to have i'd forgotten to tell her how much the Vespa actually cost me <laughs> She's like, yeah, but it's expensive to register. I'm like, yeah, yeah, like it's like 60, 70 bucks to register per year. Right. She's like, okay, but then insurance. I'm like, yeah, insurance is like $1.20 a month. (laughs) It's a scooter. It's literally under $100 to operate for the entire fucking year. Yeah. It's a scooter. (laughs) It's it's a scooter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason why you see a lot of shitbag scooters being Mm -hmm. ridden around by not shitbag people. I would ever say that to their faces.
1: (laughs) but yeah, there are a lot, there are a lot of, there are a lot of shitty scooters being flogged Shed around the city bad. because it doesn't cost anything. I put over two gallons in that scooter once. Yeah. Yeah. What and was it was that like, it was, it was, it was, well, did you putting, think there was a hole in the gas tank? Putting, putting it in was nice because I was finally relieved, but it, let me tell you the, the mile or two up to the gas station would getting really <laughs> tense. Yeah. But even if you ran out of gas, it's true. <laughs> it's, it's a lot more pushable. Yeah. You, couldn't you just push it with your feet? Just put bitch. your feet down and scoot. Yeah, it's still a couple hundred pounds. There's still gonna be some swearing. You're still gonna you, I mean you don't push any motorcycle without in your head going bitch 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 fuck, 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 fuck. But you know, it'd be a lot more pushable than a Strom. Yeah. If you know if hypothetically a Strom was to grenade itself at the redwood exit and have to be pushed across the road into a parking lot. On all adrenaline. Yes, on all adrenaline and anger. Yeah, (laughs) lots of hypotheticals. Loads of hypotheticals. The hypothetical universe. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually. I'm really excited about it. Like. So now that you've
0: placed order, mm -hmm. have they told you anything more about timelines? Anything?
1: No, no. I basically got my number, and it's like you know they're they're because right now they're trying to they're hawking the fluid. Sure. um, Which met its Indiegogo, and and I believe since then has proceeded to blow the Indiegogo goal away yeah um i was looking at that too and i'm kind of like that seems like a really good price for that bike. actually (laughs) i just i'm just not sure i'm ready to be that unfat (laughs) i'm still you know a little fat (laughs) you could bicycle to work it'd be so healthy i sure could and it would be yeah or
0: (laughs) i've got got this bike i've got motorcycle thing i've got this scooter (laughs)
1: It's got a motor. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So nice. Although it's definitely the, uh, the 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 bike fixing is in high gear now that it's spring around here. Mm-hmm. I uh, rebuilt the Bandit's rear brake, like top to bottom. The old master cylinder is the same one. Everything else is all re- rebuilt. Nice. New seals, the whole bit. And of course, I'm having that post seal thing where you're like, okay, I got the air out now. Go for a ride. Nope. No, they're still they're still undoing shift Back we go. Pump, 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 pump. Okay, this time for sure. Fuck no.
0: Hey, so when's your birthday?
1: Uh, <laughs> in a few months.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just curious.
1: Okay. I'm nervous now.
0: No reason. Okay.
1: You'll have to tell me the date though. Okay. I'll be sure to. I already bought your birthday present. Oh, okay. Should I be frightened?
0: No, I think
1: you'll really like it. Oh. I'm.
0: I kind of okay. want to give it to you early. I'm oh. so excited for it. <laughs> I liked it so much. I bought myself one.
1: Oh, okay we'll have matching ones. A fluid? That's really nice of you. What? <laughs> <laughs> you're a good friend, Chuck. I ain't that good a friend.
0: <laughs> I ain't that good a friend to nobody.
1: <laughs>
0: Not like future time traveling Chuck will pop up and talk to me and I'll be like, sorry, man, I you gotta help I, yourself. No, I, you, sorry, bro. Flavor Flav's got problems of his own.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I did not prepare well for the show. No, no. Why do you say that? Usually, when I prepare for the show, part of it, my routine mm-hmm. is on my way over here. I listen to something funny. Oh, okay. Like a podcast mm-hmm. or an album. Upgrade your funny. Yep. Instead, I I realized as I pulled into your driveway, I've been listening to the Shadow over split. <laughs> the, oh, yeah, oh, the whole way. Okay. Oh, yeah. The whole way here.
1: That's all right. I'm which just going to, I'm just going to bug f- my eyes out and make a vaguely like fishy face with one of my favorite stories. I which, know. That looks adorable. <laughs> I just want to pinch your cheeks. <laughs> I agree. One of, one of the best <laughs> hands down. I know what will get you in a funnier mood. Oh yeah. The first and foremost thing that's going to get you in a funny mood. Wash bars. <laughs> <laughs> wash bar. <clears throat> oh, he looks so angry on, on the wheel nerds wire from one of our listeners wild raccoon moves into german zoo keepers can't expel it because he of, looks so angry he looks super pissed <laughs> berlin a wild raccoon has moved into the heidelberg zoo in germany and keepers can't kick him out because <laughs> apparently <laughs> their boots <laughs> don't work german daily rhein-necker zoo which is probably a made-up name reported friday that <laughs> zoo staff recently discovered the uninvited guest inside the raccoon enclosure wait wait what wait how did they know <laughs> there is a raccoon in the raccoon enclosure. The digits were like,
0: one, two,
1: three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Hans, there are eight. What? He's coming. (laughs) (laughs) Steins is walking, song. (laughs) (laughs) That's how everyone works in Germany. What is this? (laughs) One, two, three, four, five, eight. Eight.
0: Ah. Why are we counting in English? I don't understand. so confusing. (laughs)
1: i'm confused by the raccoons <laughs> the newspaper reported that the interloper nicknamed Friedrich, no is, his nick, he was named adolf no it's definitely fred, fred. they said Fried- nicknamed fred but we know it's Fried- all Friedrich. Friedrich. can expect free board and lodgings for life because european union rules forbid him from being released <laughs> back into the wild <laughs> this, i see what was fucking going on this is why england wants to exit he's like he's like so if i go in here there's free food. Yeah. For life. For life. Yeah. Like I don't have to work for it? No. Okay, but 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 hold on. So they'll give me the food.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's
1: what's the downside? You cannot walk as far. So I don't have to go far and I get food. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but wait.
1: Fred broke his way in there
0: which means he could break his way out. That's true, actually. I didn't even consider so that. There are, there's actually no shortcomings in Fred. No, no, no door can hold Fred. <laughs> and, you're
1: right. and three of these other raccoons are girls, so. Fred Fred is coming soon to a shadow economy bike Oh, near no, new.
0: no, that's horrible. Re- get the, Read
1: <laughs> the last of it. Fred is unlikely to produce offspring, however. EU rules dictate he'll have to be castrated. Oh, God, no. That's the sound of socialism.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's the shortcomings? Oh, you'll see. Oh, you'll see.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sound of a knife sharpening.
0: (laughs) Don't worry, it's free of charge. I just keep the tip.
1: Wild raccoons in Europe are the descendants of animals that escaped from fur farms decades ago. Because, oh. Yeah, okay. the raccoon's actually a New World animal. Okay. Yeah. So they're an invasive species in Europe. <laughs> angry invasive an species. An angry invasive species, including invading zoos, apparently.
0: Yeah, but apparently they're interesting enough to have an enclosure dedicated to them.
1: Well, you keep keep in mind, many of the animals that we have in enclosures, when you're somewhere else, you're like, uh-huh.
0: No, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> like monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. Go, go, go to various other like Southern hemisphere places. And you're like, oh my God, there's monkeys and they're like, uh-huh. And there is also dirt and trees. Do, do you want to eat one? <laughs> <laughs> if you're from a place where there's fucking monkeys everywhere, you don't put monkeys in the zoo. You're like, yeah, they're monkeys. And yeah,
0: like chickens in Hawaii.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. There's chickens. Uh huh. Do you want to eat one? <laughs> You're thinking of the southern zoo. <laughs> the Northern zoo, you have the little little placard, and it tells you about the animal and where it lives. The southern zoo, you all want to eat that. You have a recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Real little recipe cards attached to each mm-hmm. one. You can you can pull the recipe card off. It's really nice. Great that design. Damn good eating.
2: There's mm-hmm. good.
1: Good eating. All right, moving on to something cooler, Chuck. You know what you are missing in your life. A
0: 2007 Piaggio
1: MP3 250 scooter. Wow, that's an amazingly good guess.
0: (laughs) For $2,000. This is the first time I've seen one used for sale. Yeah, I don't get the impression people sell them a lot. I have a 2007 Piaggio MP3 250 I need to sell. It has a custom-made seat that costs $972 to be made, and no one's going to pay you for that. A custom larger windscreen, heated grips, Piaggio top case, room for two helmets, for storage under seat, turn signal indicators on the mirrors, because yay, whoopee, LED lights underneath the scooter. (laughs) I bought it when it had 10,000 miles, and now has a little over 20. It runs great, fuel injected, has been kept inside the garage the whole time I had it. It does have some cracked plastic on the windshield, got backed into when it was parked, but other than that, it works great. Comes with a nice scooter cover. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! He wrote goddamn so much things and uh, tires and the things. He's and... done. He is really proud of this bike. He is. He is. He is. He is trying to get the most out of it.
1: Mm-hmm. He wants his top dollar. Ah, uh, but the punchline punchline comes later, Chuck. Start right about here.
0: It also has cracks and holes on the front, back plastic shield where your knees are near. Where the parking brake lever is, the previous owner tried to put a cigarette lighter on it, but did, but they didn't know that the bike would hit it when turning, and they took it out. I put one on the top right of the dash, and it has been working great. But sadly, I never patched their
1: hole they made. This is, this is one of my people, clearly. See, I put a rubber duck in it instead. Yep.
0: Also, the previous owner had a lot of wires coming off the battery to have a plug to trickle charge the battery. And wires for heated jacket. But the battery was a mess. I tried to remove the most I could. But the cover for the battery won't shut all the way. But it is way better. May
1: or may not contain raccoon. <laughs> it runs. Fuck it. So the funny part is he's talking about making the vinyl decals and stuff. I'm like, why does this sound so familiar? This person is a person. This is not the only scooter in this guy's garage. Yeah. This, this is- isn't who you bought your Vespa from. Is it? no, no. Oh. No. But what this is is this is one of the people on Modern Vespa. Uh, um, yep. So there it is. It's got some holes in it. There's the battery. The battery didn't look too janky. Eh. A little janky. Seat cover, boring stuff. Here's a punchline. Yes. Take a look. Look closer. What do you notice about this tire?
0: It's kind of flat. Mm. Kind of square. Kind of. Yeah. Very square.
1: Mm. Someone put a trailer tire on the back. That good. <laughs> no it is not no why, why would you do that i i can't begin to know is it like it'll just last longer like a car tire i'm assuming it'll last longer it'll probably turn like shit hmm. which is a shame because you know you've ridden one of these this thing turns pretty well yeah it's fun yep but you know so there wow it is. that seat mm-hmm. that <laughs> is a custom seat <laughs> that's a custom seat because if you're going to customize a seat for the weirdest looking scooter you can buy you naturally want one with studs and a concho. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. only natural. Yes. Oh, there's a cup holder. Yeah, it looks cool. I might actually make one of those. Um, Where's the hole? Oh, there's the hole. There's the hole. Yep, yeah. there's a hole. As advertised. Yeah, I'm going to put my dick in it. Hold on. But, you know, for for what he's asking, this is, this is not nuts.
0: Yeah, I mean, didn't he want like two grand Yeah, for it was it? like two grand
1: for it. Yeah, that's good. So if you're in Idaho and want an MP3 and don't mind that, you know, it's seen some shit. <laughs> um, I mean, the good news is the thing's actually been ridden. Yeah, twenty thousand miles. Yeah, in uh, twelve years. Yeah, yeah, I've almost doubled the miles that were on my Vespa when I bought it. All right, didn't take much. In fairness, that is pretty tempting at two grand. Yeah, I mean, you know, as and and you know, it's that two fifty Piaggio motor, fuel injected. I mean, it's a freaking great motor. Yeah, for getting around a city, this is pretty bomb. Yeah. All right, <clears throat> on we go. This one looks, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> 2004 big dog ridgeback custom for 10 grand because when i'm buying bikes from the early 2000s i'm totally thinking five figures naturally there's a picture of a girl on it because that makes sense i am selling my baby ridgeback it has maybe the, that's the owner you don't know it could be but why do people want to put themselves in the pictures I don't know I've never ever put a person in the picture of one of my bikes that I'm selling other than like incidental like a reflection of myself in something and I have no pants on or like you know yeah. somebody walking down the street in the background, sure, sometimes both in the same picture, but you clearly take my modeling, point. yes, yeah, yep. this is clearly a, mo- a posed picture on the bike anyway, it has the s n s one o seven motor in accordance with what you would expect from a bike which is basically stock <laughs> low miles super customized <laughs> very loud Kirker exhaust I bet it's low miles. <laughs> 305 rear tire, which is why it's low miles. Custom sissy bar two up seat, grips and pegs, LED lighting over the whole bike. Looks badass at night and blinds other drivers so they'll hit you. <laughs> <laughs> this was a show bike before I bought it because, as you know, shows are always impressed by stock choppers. <laughs> always maintained by certified big dog mechanic. Uh huh. For such years as big dog mechanics existed. <laughs> Text with questions. I will add more pictures tonight. I promise. Yeah, and there's two with people in it. You've got one of some lady sitting on it and one of some dude sitting on it.
0: That's probably the owner.
1: Yeah, I, I, who knows? Um, yeah, it looks like a dude's name. Um, but yeah, like, wh- why do you... Why? I mean, I, A, that's way too much money. B, why people in your bike pictures? Nobody wants to see you. Think about how much heartbreak is
0: behind this bike. Because when this thing rolled off the floor, it was probably like, 20, 25
1: grand. Yeah. Mid to high twenties. I think. Yeah. And now 10. Yeah. And that's a lot of heartbreak. Okay. <laughs> Have some empathy, man. I can't. The carp in me has no empathy for, for such things.
0: Look, it has 143 views. No one has favorited it. No one has favorited it.
1: Oh, Aww. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, I, I don't even know what to do with it. did I, d- d- Even the company's gone. Yeah. Well, don't worry. You can get parts, probably. I guess? I mean, when you hit your first service interval. <laughs>
0: well, that's right. You got to stay at the low miles
1: so you don't hit the thousand. Uh-oh. I need a fuel filter.
0: Hmm. Okay, get me some cheesecloth, some so. rubber bands. Mm-hmm
1: and a and a mountain dew bottle and don't ask a lot of questions is it gonna look cool yeah let's let's say yes <laughs> let's go with yes <laughs> I'm absolutely gonna go with yes
0: okay. well
1: yeah sure it'll running it'll look run yeah running mm-hmm. yeah yeah running. yeah i i the the between the fact that it's an overpriced old big dog that sat around and probably has gunk in the everything fifteen year old
0: bike. yeah uh, a, eh,
1: no, nah. for 10 grand, 11 grand. Mm-hmm. Cause then you got to fucking title and register the thing. That's true. Yeah. You got to title and register the thing. And then you're going to have to fix all the shit that's wrong with it. <coughs> no, sitting.
0: it says it's baby.
1: Yeah. Meaning, meaning,
0: meaning and maintained by certified big dog mechanics.
1: Uh huh. So, uh, until such time as there was no such mechanic. Well, I mean, just
0: because the company goes away doesn't mean the dude instantly forgets everything. That's true, I suppose. And if it's a 2004 bike, so it's not like.
1: Yeah, and it's an SNS motor, so the actual motor internals are pretty like by the numbers. Yeah. You know, it's the so, the other the the generic custom motor. The others. Mm-hmm. All right, I no, no no are those mirrors? Uh, those are mirrors. Yes, it has the cool guy bladed mirrors. Yeah. In case you know that some you want everybody to know you're like hey. I'm a cool guy on a chopper, but I just want you to know I could cut you. Chuck, I might be looking at you in the mirror. I might be getting ready to cut you. Stab, stab. Stabity stab. Now you're actively cutting me. Stab. I'm not cutting. I'm stabbing. Cutting comes later. (laughs) Please stop stabbing. Stab, stab. All right. It's got to be something better. We got to be able to find a good bike.
0: CBR 600, $1500. dollars mm-hmm. Not a trap. No. For sale great bike.
1: Uh is what 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 do they say about it?
0: For sale great bike.
1: Oh. Okay, there you go. Oh,
0: there it is. That's very minimalist. CBR 600, 1500 bucks. Mm-hmm. Not a trap. Not stolen.
1: No, certainly not stolen and certainly not just taken a picture of at the neighbor's house uh-huh with before the, you stole it with the express intention of you know stabbing whoever comes to buy it <laughs> <laughs> taking it there. yeah bring the money bring cash
0: <laughs> <laughs> pro tip never take money to someone who
1: giggles like that <laughs> <laughs> never show up anywhere yeah i like i like that they have three pictures of it and all of them are shit and it uh, the color combination is y- yeah somebody somebody got a this purple and yellow color combo with some sort of like camel decal on it Uh, i I don't even know um it's pretty monstrous 1500 bucks yeah well here's the problem 1500 bucks now for certain years of cb600 in good shape yeah maybe for other years no yeah there's a lot a lot of questions here so many questions tires look old and dry it looks like it probably is not belonging to this person or they would at least make righty sentence about it now my favorite part is this they misspelled the city they did look at this bike Mm -hmm.
0: and as bad as everything seems yeah there's still three people who like want to keep
1: an eye on it Versus the big dog. <laughs> yeah, but those zero. three people don't have fifteen hundred dollars cash. Those three people are like, "Hey, um, my my devil baby, this can I wait? I really want to see the RZ 800
0: Could any of those three be from the shadow economy? Could any of those three be
1: a carp? I I don't I don't know this this one this one doesn't feel good for a carping exercise. Yeah, yeah, this this feels sketchy for a carping exercise. Because the carp the carping exercise is all about the person who doesn't know what they're sitting on. Mm. You know, I don't or think it's just this person knows what they're sitting on. I, I I I don't think they've ever sat on it, <laughs> or they tried to, and the neighbor who actually owns it chased them
0: off.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> while they were taking the
0: pictures. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> what the fuck are you, my man?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, that's you, how it went. We just just uh, take it with you. Don't just leave it. <laughs>
1: You sat on it. It's yours. Now, now three, I'm free of the curse. Three people have favorited this thing. And I'm going with, I'm going with all three of these people are either or are, are one of two things. One it is a bottom feeder, but it's somebody who's looking to make a shitty track bike. Okay. Um, and or a like, cafe racer. This is incredibly hard to cafe. racer. A lot you of you act like that fearing. has stopped anybody. Oh, right. Good point. <laughs> I retract the statement. There are three, <laughs> three amongst our weaponry. Um, but so, yeah, you've got the, the, the maybe cafe racer, the the aspiring Billy, because he's out there. Yeah. Aspiring Billy. Yeah. And yeah, people who just want to make a, who just want a cheap ass piece of shit. They're flog oh, okay, cool. at the track. And if they wreck it, they'll be like, hmm. <laughs> walk away in slow motion. But it doesn't have a title. You know, I don't actually give a shit. <laughs> I'm going to flog it around a track and wreck it. And then walk
0: away in slow motion. Walk away. <laughs> cool guys don't look at explosions Mm-mm.
1: no definitely not yeah. yep so you know cbr 600 go destroy it for sale great bike <laughs> may in fact be mine for maybe s- not i think that's the episode title for sale great bike <laughs> for sale great bike um speaking of not a trap <laughs>
0: 2019 motorcycle awareness license plate this is yours
1: this is mine yeah This. oh is- okay Description, we need your help to bring the motorcycle awareness license plate to our roads. We need to collect prepaid orders, blah, blah, fucking blah, 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 blah. Uh, Go to thing which is clearly not official dot com slash get plate and send money. Sketchy. Mm-hmm. The, the first 500 will be added to a VIP list. VIP. And have an opportunity to vote for the logo. And get and a special get a prize. Sp- <laughs> so to which be is clear, nothing. <laughs> so to be clear, there are, they are going to sell you a license plate which may or may not exist. And, well, it certainly doesn't exist. Well, yes, 100% doesn't exist. And vote for the logo. So they're showing you a license plate which does not exist, which is not going to look like it looks here. Yeah. And that, I like the idea. I, I wish Utah did this. It sounds conceptually good, but I'm going to say that sending money to a mysterious site uh, yeah. is not the way to go about it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it,
0: it's probably worth, uh, a second look
1: i don't even want to click on the site honestly yeah i mean we can get there and like fucking installs like chinese spyware yeah all day and all night i i i hope this is true Lo- locals but, who may know about this feel yeah. free to correct us but uh i'm putting my my todd like paranoia sensors are clicking on this one
0: you think someone like sarah or
1: dale or nick would mention right that this was we're sort of plugged in here right yeah we're kind of plugged into this scene. Um. Yeah. I'm thinking there. There's a. There's a. There's a. There's a scent. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs>
0: hey. My favorite ad of the week. Yamaha R6 for four thousand dollars. Yes. That sounds okay so far. Mm-hmm. The bike is very nice, great condition, no scratches, no problems. I've owned it for two years. It does not get out as much, ad I would like. Going to sell to buy a truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds perfectly reasonable. Now, what
1: what do you observe about the picture? Oh, that's a nice looking bike. It's white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, an FC6R, which is actually a really well designed, uh, like road sport bike. Yeah, like I've I rode one of these all around the loop in Durango. It's fucking great. It's it looks comfy. It's nice. It looks good. Yeah, it looks great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's got like I wonder nice if the tail bag. I wonder if the tail bag's included. Yeah, I hope. And this is like get on it and freaking ride for days. Yeah. The only thing I can see wrong with it. I, I don't know what could be wrong with it. I mean, other than the fact there's a you know scrawny dude and flip flops on it and a tank top. Yeah. Yeah. And since you can't really see his head, he mm-hmm. probably has a backwards cap. I'm guessing there's a backwards cap. I also note that it appears to be parked in apartment parking. Yep. Mm-hmm. Next to a big Harley uh, yep. road glide. Yep. That's his dad's bike. I, yes. <laughs> so I have a theory, Chuck, I'm developing a theory. Uh huh. So look at the body language of the kid sitting on the bike. Yeah. Does this say like, I am completely fucking charged about this bike or I am posing for a picture now. Cause dad told me to <laughs> <laughs> the latter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We check the other picture. We see the same pose. He's like, okay, I'm touching the handlebars now. Like he didn't even take it off the stand. Yeah. He's like sitting on it on the stand. Like, yep. Okay. That's nice. Dad. I'm on it. <laughs> Thanks. It's great. Wonderful. I'm thinking the person selling it is dad. Yeah. I've owned it for two years, and it does not get out as much as I would like. The fucking kid, goddamn kid, <laughs> he wants a goddamn truck. Goddamn kid. No, I think the dad wants a truck. Dad's oh, like, okay. "Well, fuck you very much, then, son. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'm getting a truck." Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm getting that vibe. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, and I, do, the, the kid is really channeling the, the full Billy experience here. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, he's just, he's jumping in with both feet. Yeah, Billy Town. Yep.
0: I got my flip flops.
1: Yeah, I mean, up. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on it while it's brand new in the parking space and just sit and make broom broom noise. did not even making broom, broom noises. He's not even touching anything. He's making broom broom noises. All of his body language, he's just like he's like slumped on it. He's like, fine, God. <laughs> I said you said you wanted a sport bike, and so I got you one. But it's one you can actually ride, and you can ride this thing like all fucking day, and it's great. You're gonna love it. Kids like.
0: Uh, the R's in the wrong place. Uh,
1: it needs to be an R6R. Uh, <laughs> Gigs, R- 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 you can hear the teenage eye roll in this picture, and it fucking kills me. Because why is, isn't it a, a Busa man? Because like, this is the kind of bike somebody buys you. This bike, you're like, Jesus, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> like, I would be is, pretty happy this with is that. Pretty bike. fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So, I would love that bike. So there it is. All right. And people in pictures again. People in the pictures. The people in pictures tell the story. No one needs a picture. Yeah, this one is one where, like, if I was thinking I was going to buy a smallish sport for just dicking around on, this one would be pretty tempting, actually. Yeah. And it comes with a nice fucking tailbag to boot. Looks clean. Oh, it's, <laughs> Looks immaculate. Hasn't, hasn't moved. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> take a picture in your yard. Even the, picture, even the picture in the yard's bad. Billy, I need you to take a picture of that bike in your yard so I can sell it. Oh! <gasps> Uh, (laughs) fine god (laughs) Uh, that's wrong yep so very wrong like you know but huge huge points to dad for trying yeah but you know not everyone should ride nope nope oh well so if you were to buy something like say a cbr great bike (laughs) uh, or or a big dog yep that you know you didn't really have a shop for and you don't know what to do with you'd need somebody to teach you yeah all right so we're on with steve noble from noble moto uh Noblemoto.com. steve how's it going man it's going pretty good man how's, how's it going with you guys oh things are lovely things are super lovely other than the waiting the waiting is the hardest part um what waiting We'll we'll get to that later chuck <laughs> actually listeners probably already heard that probably yeah um yeah, so Steve Steve uh, runs Noble Moto, uh, named after him, but Noble Moto is teaching people how to wrench, which is, you know, you can go look at a YouTube video that's shot on grainy shit in a, in a uh, garage that's badly lit uh, with a crappy phone camera held in one hand with a thumb over the lens. Or if it sounds video. like
0: you're watching snuff videos.
1: <laughs> you know, sometimes <laughs> it feels like that. We don't judge. It's okay. Or you can go if you're in Cleveland and uh, look up Steve. So Steve, tell us tell us about Noble Motor. How, first of all, how did you get started on teaching people to wrench? Uh,
2: as far as getting started goes, I you know I've been a friend of Brian for a while who owns Skidmark Garage, and uh, I've kind of been a member on off, and uh, I've end up people ask me questions constantly because I've been working on my on bikes uh, my entire adult life.
1: Oh, oh, you're that friend. What must that be like?
2: Yes, yes, I'm the one everyone calls. Um. And uh, yeah, I did it professionally for a while. I do it, you know, amateur level. And uh, I recently, or last fall, I had a discussion with a girl, long story short. She did not even know how to change oil or check her brakes on her brand new bike. Um, and I asked about, doesn't Skidmark teach that? No, light bulb went off. So it started as just a one-on-one maintenance course. Like, here's checking your oil, checking your brakes, how to change your oil, change your plugs, uh, all the basic stuff. And then, uh, classes have escalated from there. And I've a carburetor class, a brakes class coming up. I have a Harley exhaust install class coming. Um, these are all scheduled. Um, uh, then in the near future, there's a forks and suspension class, uh, I'm gonna do some driveline stuff with the Harley crowd. Uh, Cool. Stuff like that. So really it just kind of became up. I, I run into a lot of people that want to work on their bike or sure. maybe they're yeah. afraid or, you know, they can't find that good YouTube video. So I give them a hands on class, uh, you know, and everybody comes to class. Everybody gets their hands dirty. Uh, we have bikes here that you will actually wrench on and you can break them. It's OK. So this all started because you were hitting on a girl. No, I'm a happily married <laughs> man. Um, but she just, it was on a little group ride. Their friends put us on and I stopped to just to chat with her and socialize her about her, mm-hmm. about her motorcycle. And, uh, mostly it was no, my wife was there. Um, and yeah, the bow, bow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. And the girl had just started telling me about the problem she had with the bike, you know, I bet. And that was, it kind of just, it snowballed from there. Oh, I
1: bet
0: it
2: snowballed. <laughs> and the next
1: thing you know, he's helping a whole bunch of dirty motorcyclists put exhausts on their bikes. Oh,
2: I and bet it's dirty. Is. This backfired horribly. Burned my pants, set my pant legs on fire.
0: So, wait, <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not go there. Oh, no. Let's no. not talk Have about you...
2: being on fire. That's <laughs> a sensitive topic. You may not know this, Steve, but I was on fire. Oh, I've been on fire a few times. I, hopefully you were not seriously on fire. No, I was on fire. Oh, that's not good.
1: <laughs> in fairness, his pants were on fire. Oh, yes. Okay. My pants protected me. <laughs> and so did the plastic on the motorcycle. So, now, I noticed that you're kind of all over the place in terms of what you're working on. Because is is the are the classes based upon what people have demand for? I mean, there's the basic stuff, the oil and stuff like that. Suspension uh, is... I don't know. I guess I would put that in the advanced class section of town.
2: Is that because there's a lot of demand or? Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's you know, especially here at Skidmark and just the in general of, you know, people have leaky fork seals and then they hear the horror stories about how hard it is to do. Mm. Um, And being a pretty capable mechanic myself, uh, I can cover all the branches of it. Um, So the idea is I'm. You know, I have classes that are geared towards the beginner. You know, I have a carb class, which I cover cleaning, tuning, sinking, rejetting, hmm. even kind of give you some tips on how to make those cone air filters actually make your bike run right. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. Yeah, good luck. Uh, it's possible. It's it's a challenge. It happened but once just, in, in Cleveland as it happened in the year 1972. It's just a dirty rumor. No one's ever actually seen it happen. But the idea is I give, you know, I have classes for all levels of people. Uh, You know, you just take the individual class for whatever works for you. Um, You know, wherever you're at or maybe you have a new bike, maybe you switch from metric bikes to Harleys and you want to learn about why they have three different oil capacities on the thing and why they have that weird primary drive set up on them. Um, I can teach you that, too, you know, Uh, or suspension tuning for track days, whatever it might be.
1: All right, so so how much would you say of a given like let's go and wrench class is you actually showing them what to do, and how much of it is you just patting them on them on the head and being like, it'll be okay, turn the bolt, <laughs> it's gonna be fine, just turn it. No, no, all the way around. No, no,
2: turn it the other way. It's tight enough, you okay, know, loosen it. Lefty um, loosey,
1: righty tighty, and now you're stripped.
2: Yay. Uh, hey, maybe we'll have bolt class on fixing strip threads. Oh God, um, oh. Lord. See, brutal. See, everybody's always got that one little area there. Um, I'd say probably about 50 fifty-fifty. Uh, mm-hmm. The idea is everybody gets their hands dirty. Um, obviously, the one-on-one classes, I'm showing them you know, where the drain plug is and you know the ins and outs of removing oil filters because mm-hmm. uh, people don't know, and that, that's cool. I'm not you know harassing anyone for that mm-hmm. or picking anyone. Hey, they're actually then, bothering like, to uh, learn. power to them. Yeah, sure. Then the, the carb classes, I don't, you know, it's a less of a tutorial about the tools and a little bit more of just how your carbs actually work and, mm. you know, the ins and outs of that. So on all levels, I'd say it's a lot of just, you know, a lot of it's just some positive encouragement. Mm-hmm. And I tell people at the end of the classes, like, remember, with some overconfidence and a little bit of knowledge, you can fix anything.
1: Yeah. And with enough overconfidence, you can fucking break anything.
2: Oh, yeah. And then you'll learn what not to do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Note to self. Never use Torque Wrench on drain plug again.
2: <laughs> Why yeah. isn't it clicking? Why did that
1: get so easy? Just keep oh. pulling it more. It'll click sooner or later. <laughs> the day came when it clicked, and it was bad. <laughs> when it hit the
0: floor. Clank. Like, How many people would you generally say are coming to your classes?
2: Uh, individually, there's. I usually do four to six a class. Mm-hmm. Um, that's four, two, six people class, depending on the class and subject matter. Um, I've had five or six classes now, a couple one on one classes, carb class, got another carb class coming up. Uh it really this all started about the first of the year. Mm-hmm. And uh it seems to be pretty popular, so I'm pretty happy with it. That's great.
0: And you're just and you're working in conjunction with Skidmark to get the word out?
2: Yes, yeah, yeah. I basically rent space off Skidmark and uh we partner up on everything and Using their social media along with mine to get the word out and, of course, just the the verbal network that is, you know, the motorcycle world uh, to let everybody know what's going on here and there. and Scuzzy podcasts, you know, whatever you can find. Yeah, Scuzzy podcasts. I started with the lowest rated ones, and I contacted them first. Ah, well. Wait a minute. You guys are the second one then, so, you know. (laughs) (laughs) We're done here.
0: (laughs) Wait, who's lower than
1: us? Cleveland Moto. Oh. Yeah. Who? <laughs> it's local. a moto podcast from cleveland i guess they were local yeah. where like, he actually just he just snuck into their studio <laughs> and started breathing heavily in the background They're like what the fuck is that noise there's His, a uh, dude behind the couch what's going it's, on it's pretty close like they, they do it just out of the dealership the and
2: uh you know it's it's pretty close to what happened i brought beer and they let me in uh, mm.
1: when in doubt you can always bring beer and podcasts will let you in <laughs> Or, or if you go to a podcast roundtable, everybody brings beer, and you have so much beer that you don't know what to do with it, and then everybody's really shit faced, and you wind up at White Cat. Never mind. <laughs> this sounds like a great story. So, so has hypothetical. any has anybody shown up to one of your classes with something that just threw you for a loop? Like it's the carb class, and they show up with the fucking six barrel from a from a uh, <laughs> from a Valkyrie or something uh, like that.
2: No, no Valkyrie carbs yet. I did have one guy in the last class that. uh it was like an 85-ish CM450, Honda 450. Mm-hmm. And it had this little air bleed diaphragm on the side, which con- controlled how fast the diaphragm dropped down and as the needle dropped back down the jet. And then apparently, I had never even seen one of these before. And apparently the whole goal of the thing is that way when you roll out of the throttle, it doesn't do the da-da-da-da-da and backfire thing.
1: <laughs> uh, so, you know, the there's been a couple... tells of, people you're um, awesome. <laughs> Have you had
0: anyone kind of try to back into the class to get you to fix their bike?
2: Yes. (laughs) Uh, Not actually coming to the class, though. I get messages on a regular basis like, can I bring my bike and then you watch over me, or will you just fix my bike for me? And no, I don't fix anyone else's bike. And while we will have probably bike-specific classes in the future, uh, I'm not just like a mechanic consultant for rent. Uh, (laughs) It's a group thing. And, you know, I tell people like the carb classes, like, take your carbs off, bring them in. Uh, you know, we'll work on them, but I'm not just going to be somebody's personal, you know, look over the shoulder and, you know, do it for them. So just to clarify that thing, the listeners out there, you can just stop contacting me. I'm not fixing your bike.
1: <laughs> but, but it really, I got, my friend but told it's, me, it's, that it's this, a really cool bike. And he said,
2: you're a really nice guy. It's got this no. loud exhaust and Corona. Think of the exposure. <laughs> exposure <laughs> dollars. I have a bunch of followers. Just fix my bike for me. Yeah. No, no, <gasps> So many influence. The motto here at Skidmark is fix it yourself. So, you know, uh-huh. that you just point to the wall. You're like, mm. actually, yeah, it's it's like right. OK, you can't see it, but trust me, it's there. <laughs> we'll take we'll take your word for it. So what so what's what's the coolest thing
1: someone's brought into one of your classes?
2: Uh, I've had one guy brought in some Amal carbs off like a 65 ish Triumph T120. Wow. T100 T- T- or T120. Uh, so it's really been stuff like that. Kind of just the, the cool, you know, as you know, bike nerd type stuff, the oddities. Yeah. Yeah. The oddities, you know, um, most everyone else has been, you know, newer, new, you know, semi newer bikes. One girl had a CB 350. Uh, she was getting back on the road. Uh, that was a pretty cool bike. Lots, lots of Sportsters, um, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Cause no sports
1: <laughs> owner can leave the thing the hell alone. No, God, no. no absolutely not. <laughs> it's against
2: the no, law, You have to modify I'm like, That's the whole point of the thing, right? We might have dogs join us on the podcast here shortly. Is that what that was? Because I thought yeah, it was yeah, your there's, stomach. there's two dogs running around the shop. Hi, um, doggies. Hello, doggies. They're very friendly.
0: So as a man, mechanically oriented kind of guy, what on a motorcycle, brand specific, year specific, what's the one thing that really pisses you
2: off? When you
0: see it. Oh,
2: when I see it, probably drag pipes and velocity stacks. (laughs) That will probably be the go-to. Like, guys guys love to do that to their Harleys. So you take something that is nothing but a low-end torque motor, and you put performance parts on it that are only for high RPM usage. (laughs) And then the bike runs like shit, you know. And then they have to rev it up 85 times and, uh, you know, gas it in between each intersection. And don't get me wrong. Like, I ride a Harley. Like, I enjoy them. But, you know, just... The the absolute absurd modifications like that, or the or the people that take the front brake off and ride on the street. That seems pretty silly, so, so foolish to me. Fuck. Who does that? Uh, there's a chopper scene. I'm probably knocking on a lot of people I know right now, but yeah, there's there's a lot of them run around like ripping down the highway with no front brakes. It's why would you take that off? To each their own, you know. But no, but why? I it, I mean, it does look, you know, the front wheel's a little cleaner, but it, you know, it, it's, but is is the disc still on it? No, no, they take that right off. So it's just hub Jesus and spoke. Christ. That's probably one of the absurd things, you but know, it, that that pisses me off. That would want to be tough, guys, but you know.
1: They're not still being like, oh, the front brake
2: will kill you. No, no, they're just like stopping us for losers. Yeah, that's my theory. They're like, hey, you just engine brake it a lot, man. It's it's cool, you know. Fuck society and the rules, you know. Fuck the <laughs> rules. I've yeah. got three inch thick boot soles. I could stop like Fred Flintstone. <laughs> I got two giant disc brakes and quad piston calipers. It's awesome. I don't know why they aren't into this, but you know. <laughs> Twelve on the front wheel alone. Yeah. Yeah. Pull yeah, that just... fucker down. Stopping. <laughs> it just stopped on a dyna glide. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I guess to make the, the required Harley joke,
2: in order to need brakes, the you bike have has to go. Going. Going. Bike has to run, it's true. Chrome won't get you home. But apparently they should have Oh, I like that. Chrome. But won't after get you get you it home. towed home, I can teach you how to fix it.
0: <laughs> chrome will get you home that should be on a t-shirt absolutely <laughs> quick we have to license that before he does
2: I'm trying to come up with yeah, a yeah, he's get on my phone here <laughs> what
0: do you ride what do you
2: got uh I have currently i have a 05 uh super glide uh which is my daily commuter and then I have a 75 Kawasaki kz400 which is kind of my cafe scrambler uh those are the those are the two at the current moment um there's been numerous sport bikes over the years. Uh, just currently in the Harley groove, Ducati in the future.
1: How many bike adjacent things do you currently possess? Like a bike that isn't like necessarily all there. Everything but a wheel. Uh, maybe it's an engine just lying around, or it is maybe frame it's is an cool. empty V Strom frame. Possibly an empty V Strom frame. You know, whatever.
2: At the moment, I only have like, I don't, I don't have any extra frames. Though I have a couple totes full of Kawasaki parts. And uh, I could probably build another Kawasaki KZ in my garage but, uh, <laughs> my, if I had a frame for it. Um, other than that, just some Harley parts. It's kind of a minimal thing right now as far as my own personal collection. Yeah, there there was more. There were some dirt bikes. There was old GSXR for a while. You know, mm-hmm. um, do you get some of your fix by helping people with their own bikes, so you don't feel the need to have the garage full of questionable shit? Yeah, and it's that, and it's always just like this burden to open the garage door and be like, hey, look, five projects I need to work on. Mm. So I kind of keep it to my tour, my vintage bike, uh, my wife, my wife rides. So I have her Sportster too, Mm -hmm. and that's kind of good. And randomly I get another little cafe project in there. And other than that, it's, you know, I've turned a lot of wrenches in my life. So it's fun to teach other people how to do it. You Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. I get messages from people. I got a message from one of the former students, uh, just the other day about, she was super excited. She fixed her, uh, or changed her own oil on her Ninja and she was just super floored over it and right on, you know, cool. To me, it's a lot more rewarding than fixing up, uh, you know, the, the fixing up the old bike, like it's been there, done that. So kind of looking for new, new interest in that, you know, Mm -hmm. in the bike world. So any, anything show up that just baffled you, you know, some,
1: somebody shows up with a brand new BMW that you need, you know, three degrees and a computer to fix up or any particular oddities there. Or is it, are you seeing mostly the kind of the younger folks with the kind of older bikes?
2: It's mostly probably the, I I wouldn't even say the younger folks Mm -hmm. uh, with the older bikes. I had, uh, this woman who was uh, like a 5'3 grandmother who rode an Indian Chief. Wow. Um, oh,
0: that's awesome.
2: I know, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was just like, this. that's the coolest thing ever. Yeah, she bought a brand new, well, year old 16 Indian Chief. Um, I'd say the mass of them are probably the younger crowds. A lot of professionals, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or intelligent, educated people. Uh, you know, they just didn't spend years of their life in their garage. You know, mm-hmm. they actually went to like college and things, Yeah um unlike the rest of us yeah uh but they actually went to you know have a career and they're just they need somebody to show them what's going on here and there with their with their bikes you know sure so now
1: you're working out of skidmark garage community garage um do you feel like the community garage thing is on a growth growth trend is it on a downward trend is it kind of sideways and complicated what what do you see what do you observe about it what are your predictions there
2: uh I can't speak for other cities, but I would say in Cleveland it's definitely on a growth trend. Mm-hmm. Um in Cleveland, you know, we're it's a middle sized large city. Mm-hmm. Uh but there's definitely been a growth and, you know, we're getting more people from, you know, suburbs and stuff like that. And uh, you know, the word's spreading a little bit more. Uh I I don't think there's ever gonna be, it's not gonna be the next McDonald's, you know, mm-hmm. but I I think there's probably a future in it. And honestly, like when I first heard about it, I was a little skeptical as to how many people would be into it. But, Mm -hmm. um, I've been pleasantly proven wrong that, you know, tons of people are into this and it's great. So do you expect that you're going to see more Steve Nobles
1: popping up at other garages around the country? I mean, are you, are you the leading edge of a trend?
2: There are some other ones out there. I have not actually, there's one at some San Francisco garage, which I believe is actually closing. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, I haven't actually spoken to any of them, but I basically I know of two other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I reached out to both of them, but I haven't heard anything back from them. Uh, they are both kind of going out of business. This sounds so. real
0: kind of similar to the stuff Liza's doing at Recycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so
1: yeah, she's got she's got it a little more. She's got more dialed into kind of a, a
2: franchisee type of shape. So, I mean, if anyone out there was interested, I would be happy to touch base and kind of share, you know, the basic info and stuff. Uh, you know, it's all about the kind of community over competition, and especially if you're in another city, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: You mean, you mean you're not going to get the uh, someone's not going to send their private jet? They like Steve. I have a shitbag old GS750. I need you.
2: I'm sending my private jet now. We are like one mile from the private jet airport. I will be See? happy to get on that private jet. <laughs> Listeners, take note. Take note. You, I, I I know I said I wouldn't fix other bikes, but if there's a private jet involved, I'll fix your bike. Especially if the bar is stuck. Yeah. So like Tony
0: Stark is about to send a jet to pick up Steve? Could happen.
2: I was thinking like old James Bondy. You know, I could drink mm. a martini on the way there. You know? <laughs> That's what I want, a drunk mechanic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this thing's fine. Just keep riding it. Be a man. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, you get the you get the bomber curve with uh, with mechanics. You know, you got you enough beer to make it so you don't mind when you smash your knuckles on something, but at the same mm-hmm. time, you don't want to be too drunk that you put the wrong bolt in or you cross thread the fucker,
2: or you forget to tighten it down. Like cause swore I tighten that bolt on.
1: Oh yeah, or like you know, you forget to put your oil
2: uh, filler cap in. I've heard from a friend, not me. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. I huh. Forget to put the oil filter on tight. Wonder why your bike's leaking. I understand. It happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty sure
0: I've done that.
1: Yeah. 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 Did you did you know that if you if you leave the oil filler cap off of a uh, uh, regular like Japanese four cylinder engine and you set it on top of the engine behind the cylinders, there's a sufficient uh, slipstream behind the cylinders that it'll still be there after ten miles.
2: <laughs> that and is the pan, impressive. That tank leg is covered with oil. That's probably a feature and you can't figure out why. They may have engineered that in there. Like they they know we're gonna do. There stuff. was like a little
0: Japanese engineer designer somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, we put this here. Roundeye, kind of dumb. <laughs>
2: I always had this theory they're like, ha, oh, they'll never get their fat fingers in here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and angry emails.
1: Now. Send
2: it on, bring it on, man. We'll just I'll, I'll read them and delete them, I don't care.
1: <laughs> so 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 we talked about the bikes you have now and you mentioned Ducatis in your future. What what are you what which which Ducatis are you watching for? Are you just waiting to bottom feed something up?
2: Uh, a little bit of both, uh, like a 90s 750SS or 900SS. Uh, I saw Craig Rodsmith did this beautiful cafe one. So, you know, I'm just going to take his ideas and, uh, <laughs> you know, build one of my own based on his, you know, creative brilliance. Why not? Yeah. yeah go for it. I mean, I'll give him credit, you know, I'll be honest. You know.
1: Well, have you considered maybe taking it and just like half-assing it into a not very cool bobber and then trying to sell it for triple its actual value on Craigslist or something?
2: I think I, that market's already pretty, pretty, stand, you know, pretty saturated out or nashed no. out. Here okay. in Cleveland. There's there's a whole lot of Japanese bobbers. We'll, we'll use air mm-hmm. quotes for that. You <laughs> <know>. See <laughs> you know. front and break removed. Takes. So do you, do you
1: do you see a few of those passing through of people with with big dreams that are either impractical or just a bad idea? Do you kind of try to steer them away?
2: I don't steer anybody away from anything. I just, if you want, unless I think it's like really unsafe, you know, mm-hmm. uh, if you want to do it, hey, go for it. Who am I tell you wrong. Mm-hmm. But uh, there is a whole shelf of frames I can see from here of unfinished robbers and projects and cafe bikes and ah, yeah, so yeah, somebody's mm-hmm. dreams died somewhere. But maybe if you took a class, your dream might not died. Ah, okay, <laughs> so so on a
1: as a parting note. Let's say one of our listeners is looking for an old bike to fix up.
2: What are like the three bikes that they need to be on the hunt for? Um, the probably I'm going to go on availability of parts. Okay. And easy to work on here. Right. Number one, the Sportster. The Evos, the, the 85 and up or 86 and up uh, Harley Sportsters. They are everywhere. They're cheap. The parts are abundant for them. They're easy to work on. Um, they're They're really a good platform. Uh, old Hondas, the inline four-cylinders, the CB550s, CB750s, those are always good platforms. They're easy to work on. The carbs are easy to service. They're bulletproof designs. Um, and number three, uh, just because I'm a Kawasaki guy, we're going to throw the, the GPZs in there. I think they're kind of an under underutilized, you know. Or maybe that's just I think more people should fix up GPZs. They were First cool. but pace is going, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 give me two. I'd say those are those are probably the big three for me. I would say, you know, really probably the, the Harleys and Hondas, and then from there just any of the old Japanese bikes. They were pretty good. For anybody that's new to it, say stay away from two-strokes, and mm-hmm. if you're new to working on bikes, you probably want to steer away from anything from the '60s. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, go for it. Yeah. How easy to work
0: is it to work on bikes that are like only a couple of years old from um, brands like BMW or KTM?
2: Uh, once you take all the covers off, it's really not any more challenging. Sometimes (laughs) it's easier because the bolts come out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) that is, that is so nice. Uh, Like I I had a, a seven speed dribble for a while. Uh, I mean, it was tight. It's, you know, there's definitely more wiring harness in there. Uh, there's not as much, you know, wiggle room in there, but I really don't think they're any really more challenging, um, it's they aren't quite as you know you you with the fuel injection you're looking more of a laptop to fix it at times or you're troubleshooting out the uh, the sensors and the ECUs which is doable uh, versus old carburetors with screwdrivers and hammers you know and dental picks
0: okay because I'm like thinking of like newer cars that are mm-hmm. they make it impossible for you to work on at home almost mm-hmm. I could see uh, somebody like BMW or even Triumph doing doing I'm trying that. to pull that.
2: Triumph, Triumph's got some, they've got some little tight, cramped in stuff. BMW just doesn't change anything. They're still using the Boxster design, you know. Does the job. It's good. Teutonic engineering.
1: It's good. Cool. It works, y'all. <laughs> All right, Steve. So where, where can people check you out if they're interested in what you're doing?
2: Uh, obviously, Facebook. It, uh, Facebook uh, forward slash Noble Moto. Um, on Instagram at Noble underscore Moto. By the way, Noble is spelled K-N-O-B-L-E. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like Canabla. Canable. And of course my website www.noblemoto.com.
0: Kannablimoto.com. Kannably.
2: <laughs> Canably. Are oh. you
0: going to M- yeah. Aim expo this year?
2: Uh it's on the radar. I don't know yet. Uh we've I was actually just talking to Brian about it tonight.
0: Yeah, because it's uh, gonna be your way, so
2: there's there's a good chance of it. We'll see what's going on. Cool. Rock it. Steve, thanks so much for being on with us tonight. Thank you for having me,
1: man. It's been great. If there was cool. a community garage around here, I would totally consider doing something like that. I could see the wheels turning in your head. Well, it's it's kind of combining a couple of things I like, which is teaching, because I really I really do love the teaching. Like mm-hmm. I don't do it because it's making me rich; I do it because I love it. Right. And it's you know it, it, it's it's just cool. Like that moment when you see the lights go on in the student's head is just like. Ah. How about when the finger comes up and points at you? Oh yeah. Speaking of which, how was your experience as a student last weekend, Chuck? We went to the ultimate bike bonding course last weekend mm-hmm. where Chuck rode his GS and I rode all the things. Yep. Mostly Sarah's bike.
0: It was good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I had a lot of fun.
1: Mm-hmm. I only dropped the bike once. Yeah. <laughs> fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, when the GS goes over, it didn't go very far. It did not. Dink. <laughs> well, all right. I'll just pick this up then, I guess. It was hard. Yeah. It was a lot hard, but I do feel a lot more confident on the bike. That's good. That's kind of the point after all. What what was the part that for you was the big like oops I've been I I I need I turns out I did need to improve it thing X turning right yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> just that specifically fuck this direction specifically
0: well yeah because there's there's you know uh when we ride Cottonwood mm-hmm. there's that one right decreasing radius turn mm-hmm. Yep. I it scares the shit out of me every single time yeah um so like yeah that right turn is kind of my kryptonite
1: hmm.
0: but i got to work on it a lot the uh the bike bonding course mm-hmm. so that was i feel a lot better about right now. cool well
1: that's good i uh, i i this is the second time you've the done it the second time i've actually the third time i've done it okay third the, time this then. is the second time i've done it without the stroms so the first time i did it with the strom and everybody's like struggling all over and i'm like am i doing something wrong because like this doesn't seem that bad mm-hmm. and the problem of course you know bike Even by then the Strom was like an extension of my ass. Like (laughs) it was just basically a bike shaped ass extension. I do whatever with it. Um, but even then you still like find you're like, oh, I'm bad at this direction. I need to get better at this throttle. Um, So this time I rode a bunch of different bikes. I rode Sarah's, I rode the shit out of Sarah's Ducati scrambler. Oh my god, that is a cool bike. (laughs) That is so much fun. Yeah. That is that is the it's the first Ducati I've been on where I'm like like I rode Charlie's um multi. Multi, and I was like, this is pretty cool. It's like a wicked, wicked fast, you know, yeah. kind of like upright tour kind of thing. But I was like, it's not awesome enough. I'd pay the premium for it. But the Scrambler. The Scrambler was great. I mean, it was so cool. Really? It's just, yeah. Well, it's, it's like light and it's just fun as shit. The engine's got great response. Um, Cool sound. It's got these just the big fucking like stupidly wide bars like I'm discovering I just like. Mm-hmm. Um, And man, that thing's just a hoot to ride. And just super cool. fun. Yeah. I would I would enjoy one of those. I mean again, it's not practical for me right now, but like that was a fun bike. I think the the exercise I had the the hardest
0: time with was mm-hmm. the one I dropped the bike on.
1: Yeah. The burger. Oh yeah, figure eight kind of thing. Yeah, later on um, there's a bit where there's a kind of funny T-shaped thing you go through and then you go into the burger where you do the really tight figure eight. Yeah. Um, that was that one was uh was tough. So I did the burger really well twice and then twice really badly because I was on Sarah's bike. And so one of the funny things about Sarah's bike, the uh, the the um, racing, the Ducati Scrambler, is the lock to the left is like where I'd think of as like a normal lock to the left. Okay. The lock to the right is about 10 degrees less than that. Oh. That's why Dale wouldn't ride it. He's like, no, I ain't fucking doing that. Oh. Yeah. So you do the left turn. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to the right. You're like, and t- uh, oh, oh <laughs> shit. Oh God. <laughs> I'm going around the cones. I'm like, it won't go. And Claire's just laughing ass off at me at this point
0: <laughs> Claire kept shouting at me yeah he was like you're my hero <laughs> you're doing so good yay and that's when i fell <laughs> <Clonk>. <laughs> never mind yeah disregard previous because i was distracted i was trying to think of something mean back to say to him
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: <laughs> yeah remember a second of distraction on a motorcycle
1: can be fatal and uh, there was the part where I almost set my bike on fire. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. That first exercise, Chuck's clutch was so Bernie smelled. Yeah, <laughs> both of us were having clutch issues that day.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, because yours was
1: kind of my uh, my scooter is making all of the noises that are like the hello, I'm a leader engine, and you're about to be without clutch. <laughs> Best you service the drive line. Good luck with that.
0: But uh, no, I loved the class. It was cool. I'll take it awesome. next year. Awesome. Um, awesome.
1: I got over my anxieties. Mm-hmm.
0: Good. Uh,
1: once you, once you figured out that all of the real bullshitting was really us bullshitting at one another. Oh no,
0: Jason! Jason
1: had some bullshit for me. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, that, yeah, a little bullshit for you, so you don't feel left out.
0: <laughs> I remember, the, like, after the second or third exercise, he was like, "You know, you're parking wrong, right?" <laughs> what do you mean? Park on the fucking
1: tees. <laughs> well, that was oh. a, that was one thing I, I had to remind everybody a few times because, like they're all like everybody's everybody there teaches classes all the fucking time. Yeah. And so like dumb shit stuff, like park on the T's, what the hand signals mean. <laughs> Sarah skipped all that part of the, of the, uh, the briefing. Yeah. Cause we all know that. Was shit. I the only one, not a teacher? Then? Uh, I think there was one other. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, you were, it was, it was not that. many. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. There was, and there God, there was the one guy riding the geezer glide. Oh, my God. The, every the time. The retired motor cop guy. Oh, oh. But he was amazing. He was incredible. He ended up with like, he had to have had a half inch less floorboard after that <laughs> class. Every single damn time. He just made it. Look, he made everything look so easy oh, on yeah. that day. He was incredible. There was those,
0: uh, the one exercise where you go out, you do go through a turn, go out, do another turn, come back, go through the
1: oh yeah yeah the little
0: tight cones the little tight cones Mm -hmm. oh that was tough but he was just like sailing through
1: it like Mm -hmm. nothing yeah there's a there's a few i love doing classes of any kind because inevitably you go to a class and you're like yeah i pretty well have this locked and then you see someone else you're like oh my god i suck yeah wow do i suck
0: that guy was uh
1: that guy was epic yeah yeah there's some good riders i uh Mm -hmm. i I did the. I used the Vespa on a few exercises. I saw that, which was good because I had. To, I, it was actually really good because I had to get used to kind of how the clutch kicks in, mm-hmm. which of course will be absolutely different when I rebuild the fucker. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the the it built a little empathy for me for scooter riders when they're taking the BRC. Like I knew it was different. and There were different things to get. Yeah. Um, but just you know, for like the way a scooter responds is different, and when you get into those really tight leans where you have to lean it over, mm-hmm. you don't realize how much. You miss having something to hold on to with your legs. Something to straddle. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing to like, <laughs> Do you feel like you're falling off. Yeah, every yeah. goddamn time. Yeah. every I think tips past a certain thing. and I'm like,
2: fuck, fuck, I'm going to fall. Oh my God.
1: So yeah, it's weird. It, it's a strange, strange thing. Yeah. So that was, that was weird. And then of course, in order to upgrade the experience, I also was like, okay, I'm not good enough on the throttle as I could be. So it's time to up the ante. So I did a couple of the exercises while holding my coffee in my left hand.
0: Yeah, I saw that.
1: That was amazing. That's uh that well I tell you what though, if you want to get good at your throttle, that's the way to do it. That will tell you if you're putting weight on your hands. Like we used to have an exercise in the ERC. It was right at the beginning where you did just a simple cone weave. Mm-hmm. And then we say, you know, if you're feeling comfortable, try taking your left hand off the bars while you do this. Oh, okay. Um, you know, which, you know, a lot of people were like, Oh god. Other people were like, Okay, no big deal. Okay. Yeah, I thought you were holding coffee because it was just too easy. On a there, there, well, there was that too. With two hands, it was too easy. But, but if it's too easy, you don't improve. Right. You got to do yeah. something to force yourself to be better or smoother at one of those basic inputs. And plus, you can radiate smugness a oh, lot easier yes. while holding a Hello. cup. Hello. <laughs> Sip. Oh wait, I'm in a full face helmet. This is all <laughs> gone wrong. It's in my lap. Good thing
0: I'm wearing a stitch. Oh. <laughs> Man.
1: Yeah, that was the other thing. I spent the whole day in my stitch and I was pretty pleased with that. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was goddamn cold was up there. It was a little brisk. Let me tell you though, the Vespa will hit 65. Um, but on the way up with the headwind, no. I was not hitting 65. <laughs> 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 I was ducking down as low as I could get.
0: Yeah. It wasn't so bad a ride back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: with cool. the tailwind, I was doing great. Yeah. It was fun. Mm. So,
0: um, Oh, we should mention that we have the, uh, a Facebook group page
1: now. Yes, we do. In addition to the show page. Yeah, it's it's been uh, quite quite chatty actually. Yeah, which is what we wanted. Yeah,
0: yeah that was the we,
1: you know because
0: it was the show page segregates visitor posts. And
1: yeah, posts it kind of puts and, them off into like the but, weird visitor yeah, ghetto. Yeah, people don't see them, which sucks because sometimes listeners bring us some of our coolest material that we would never have heard about without them. Right. And this you know, but the group page it works great. Yeah. We can all just bullshit. Mm-hmm. You can see what we're really like behind the scenes. You can bullshit with other Wheel Nerds listeners who it turns out you'll have something in common with.
0: Spoilers, I mostly talk in memes.
1: Mm, that's fair. <laughs> uh, we have a lot of mail. We do. We do. We got one from Ted. Ted writes, I like your podcast approach at a movie a la MST3K. Sadly, your thoughtless actions has now prompted your 12 listeners to actually want to see this wretched, vomit-inducing movie now. Good job. Damn you! Damn you all to hell! I think Ted's saying he doesn't like burnout. That's weird. I'm shocked. That who, who couldn't see that coming? Who doesn't like burnout? They can't see us raising our hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Do we right. have enough
0: paper to write down that list?
1: <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, I, I we're we're glad you enjoy it. We enjoy we enjoy doing this.
0: We got a series of emails over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, they all came from a guy named James. Mm-hmm. And the first one, I know it won't happen, but I can try. I'm coming back home after spending the week at Deals Gap. and It's a thousand miles on the highway in my car. With my motorcycle stuffed into the minivan next to me. Yep. Uh, he sent us a picture of that. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I've run out of episodes to listen to. I'm, I'm about to start over again with episode one. Dun, dun, dun. Help me, Chuck and Todd. You're my only hope. It's not like Chris and James will ever do another episode again. Take that, the pace.
1: Haven't Mm -hmm. said that in a while. Mm -hmm. A little while later. Part two. Congratulations, assholes. I'm already up to episode five. I remember somewhere around episode 125, Todd says do not listen to the first ten episodes. I didn't need that advice. To make myself feel better, I realized at this point in the series, Chuck is just turning 40, and Todd is giving him all kinds of shit about it. In real life today, Todd is about to turn 40. I feel better now. Hey Todd, I just passed a mile marker on the highway. It said forty. Go team Chuck. <laughs> and
0: then he sent us another email saying he had gotten back and, in one piece. In one
1: piece, with most of his
0: sanity intact. Yeah, I felt bad. I, I actually started trying to get an episode pushed out, mm-hmm. but uh, I had my daughter, mm-hmm. so she kept like distracting me. Yeah,
1: there's no editing with a distraction.
0: It's hard. Yeah, and you know, because she kept wanting to play Splatoon too. That's mm-hmm. our that's our damn the father daughter game. game. Yep. Yeah. So sorry, James, but I'm glad you made it. Glad you got to got I, to listen to the old back catalog. I I I kinda want to listen to go back and listen to episode
1: one because I haven't heard it in ten years. Episode one was remarkably solid, actually. Yeah. Like you, you I remember feeling good about it. Yeah. Yeah. Episode two I felt really good about. It's I remember. Um, yeah, we felt really good about it because we were drunk. We were super drunk. <laughs> and somewhere somewhere we in the thought we could build a show like that. Somewhere, somewhere in the early episodes, though, is uh, is some of the real keepers, like Dead Buell Point. Oh, yeah. Dead, yeah, dead, uh,
0: dead Buell
1: Point.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now look at you. You're the one that's going to have a futuristic fuel. I'd be like, Chuck, what? Bring me a battery.
1: How big? Real fucking big. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go to my house, get my spare. <laughs>
1: Bring it here. <laughs> yes. I also need a solar panel. How much? Yes. About uh. About a square acre. (laughs) Are acres already square? Questions, questions. I'll get right on that. (laughs) Click. (laughs) (laughs) Quick, quick, charge it! It's getting
0: dark. I'm I'm working on it. Almost there. Keep, keep (laughs) yelling.
1: What have you learned, Todd? I've learned that. If I break down, I probably shouldn't call you for help again, <laughs> but I will anyway.
0: Yeah, I don't know why the, the the record of you calling me for help. I've always been
1: very helpful. Yes, yes. Well, that's part of the that's part of the part of the tacit agreement, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. We will both pick each other up and then make fun of each other.
0: Yeah, that's that's what the show is for. What have you learned, Chuck?
1: I've learned you're
0: you're going to have a fuel. Yes. You're going to have a and yes, I, and I won't. <laughs> I'll let you ride it. Okay. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. You'll let me touch it,
1: ish? For real? <laughs> I'll take a I'll take a picture of it, and unless you touch the picture, <laughs> oh, that'll be nice.
0: Yeah. 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 Fuck you. <sighs> well,
1: that's what we got time for this week. Until next time, I'm Todd. Bye. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or
0: leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you
1: use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Help. write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheel Nerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent. Yes, sound check. Todd hitting elbow on desk. <laughs> My favorite sound check. The hair looks pretty good, actually. Thank you.